refreshing your minds on all of our discoveries and bringing back some memories from our November journeys. From the theme of November, which was farewell to our first prophet, yet greetings to all the prophets after. Beginning from episode 1, where we concluded the life of our father, the first prophet Adam a.s., where we then stepped into the life of his son Sheath a.s., who was the second prophet, who carried the work of his father, and he taught his son, and then his son taught his son, right until... Until the time when the third prophet was introduced, and this was no other than Idris salam, a man who was truthful and sincere, and the first man to write with a pen. His last breath and his soul was taken in the fourth heaven, and this was the farewell to Idris salam. The journey from one prophet to another continued, 126 years after the death of Adam salam, came the birth of Nuh salam. He was the fourth prophet and the very first messenger. Between the time of Adam salam and Nuh salam were 1,000 years and all of the people between them followed Islam. It was only after that where people started going astray, worshipping idols and statues. They were known as disbelievers and they had to be destroyed because they mocked and they disobeyed the messenger of that time, which was Nuh salam. An instruction to build an ark. And so, an ark was built and it saved all the believers from a huge flood, a punishment in the form of a flood, which destroyed all the evil disbelievers. And so, the journey of the remaining but of Nuh salam's life continues in today's episode, as well as unfolding the life of the prophets that came after. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to another podcast with Sister Shaki and Sister Z. You are here today catching the final episode of November. Yes, episode 4. The theme of November is the farewell to our first prophet. Yet greetings to all the prophets after. From episode 1 right until today's episode, we have uncovered the lives of a few prophets that came after Adam salam. Are you ready for today's journey? Come along because it's time to begin. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Little travelers, if you remember in the previous episode, we mentioned that after the flood had subsided and came to an end, the ark had stopped 
and rested on Mount Judy. That is where Nuh got off his ark and later built a village which was called Feminine. And Feminine means 80. From that day, the people started to speak with 80 languages and some of them, they couldn't understand each other, what each other was speaking. Therefore, Nuh would translate for them. None of the believers who survived with Nuh had any children. The only offspring came from Nuh himself. So heroes and princesses, that means that all the human beings today on earth descended and came from Nuh from either one of his three sons, which was Sam, Ham, and Yafith. Little travelers, we are now coming towards the end of the story and life of Nuh But there are still three things which we have not yet uncovered. The first one is known as the fasting of Nuh Abdullah ibn Amr said that he heard the messenger of Allah sallallahu say, Nuh observed fast perpetually except the day of breaking and the day of slaughter of sacrificial animals, that is, on two Eid festivals. We are told that our beloved Prophet Nuh fasted every single day except for the two Eids. Subhanallah! Heroes and princesses, can you even imagine fasting so much? I mean, the most weekend fast is 30 fasts in the month of Ramadan. And even still, we find it so difficult towards the end. But Nuh he would always fast. And by him doing such an act, we know that there was and is so much of reward and blessings through it. Little travelers, now we move on to the second thing, which is the Hajj and pilgrimage of Nuh During this pilgrimage and Hajj, there was a valley, and Nuh as well as other prophets would pass through this valley. It is reported by Ibn Abbas that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, was on his way to perform Hajj. He passed by a valley and said, O oh Abu Bakr, which valley is this one? Which valley is this one? Abu Bakr said, This is Asfan's valley. The Prophet وسلم, said, Yes, Nuh, Hud, and Ibrahim all passed from this valley.
Imagine, Nuh alayhi salam lived so many years before our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Yet all those many years later, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam walked through the very same valley that Nuh alayhi salam once did. Little travelers, now comes a third in the last thing from the life of Nuh alayhi salam. It is known as the will and commandment of Nuh alayhi salam to his son. So let us unfold what this commandment was. As Nuh alayhi salam was passing away, he did not pass away without leaving something for his son. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, when Nuh alayhi salam was dying, he said, I order you with two things and I prohibit, I forbid you from two things. I order you with the first thing that is La ilaha illallah. There is no God but Allah. And the second thing is Subhanallahi wa bihamdi which means glory be to Allah and praise is due to him. Nuh continued speaking to his son and said, I prohibit, I forbid you from polytheism and arrogancy. And what is polytheism? There is believing in many false gods. And we all know that that is a major sin. Because there is and will always be only one God, and that is Allah Ta'ala. After mentioning arrogancy, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, He who had the weight of a mustard seed of pride in his heart shall not enter Jannah. Little travelers, this means that we can have such amount of pride in our heart where it makes us think that we are better than others. And this, just this, will not allow for us to enter into Jannah. So whenever we do something, we should always thank Allah for it because only Allah Ta'ala allowed for that thing to happen and take place. And we should not show off or think that we are better or too smart than anyone else. Little travelers, we now have come to the end of the life and story of our beloved Prophet Nuh salam, the fourth prophet, yet the first messenger. But, hey, can any of you guess how long Nuh lived for? Hmm, let me tell you. Nuh had lived for 1780 years. Yes, he lived for such a long time. Nuh had only started to spread the message of Islam when he was 480 years. Subhanallah. I mean, 
Can you and I even imagine living for such a long time? But before, people used to live for such a long time. Don't be so shocked, little travelers. Alhamdulillah, little travelers, for completing the life of another amazing prophet. May Allah Ta'ala send peace and blessings on Nuh salam. Hmm. Now do you think that our story time is over for today? No, no, no. I think not. Because we are about to discover another prophet. The prophet that came after Nuh salam. We will leave you guessing and trying to think who this prophet might be. But I will not tell you just yet because it is time for a break. Stay close little heroes and princesses for as soon as we get back we will find out who this new prophet was. Enjoy your break. وديلي سلامي يا رايح للحرم وادعيني وسلم لي على هذه الأمم وديلي سلامي يا رايح للحرم وادعيني وسلم لي على هذه الأمم انظر للكعبة يا محلاها نور وجلال يغشاها انظر احرسها ربي ويرعاها واذكرني امامها وادعيلي في الحرم نسمة تتحلى اقرأ بسم الله الرحمن واذكرني ممها وادعيلي وادعيلي من المشرق والمغرب الحرم يتملى في الفجر تفتحني أبواب الرحمة يا داعي لا لا تنسانا اذكر بالأقوال الحسنى سلم لي على خير الأمة واذكرني ممها وادعيلي
Assalamu alaikum. Where are you all, little travelers? Because we are back and we hope you enjoy today's nasheed. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Are you ready to start a new adventure? This adventure takes place in the life of a prophet whose name was Hud. Hud alayhi salam was the fifth prophet. He was the great-great-grandson of Nuh In other places, it was said that he was the great-great-great-grandson of Nuh But there are a few different mentions, yet only Allah Ta'ala knows best. But definitely, Hud was from the offspring and the line of Nuh Hud came from a tribe called Aad bin Aus bin Sam bin Nuh, the Aad tribe. A tribe is something we can think of as a village, where there are so many people in one place. And then those people all were given a name so that they would be recognized. And if someone had a different tribe name, that means that they would have came from somewhere else. In the Quran, in Surah Al-Fajr, verses 6 and 7, Allah Almighty says, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim أَلَمْ تَرَ كَيْفَ فَعَلَ رَبُّكَ بِعَادِ إِرَمَ ذَاتِ الْعِمَادِ Allah Ta'ala is saying, Have you not considered how your Lord dealt with the people of Ad, of the city of Imran, having lofty pillars? The people of Ad lived in large tents with high, high pillars. The tribe settled down in the sands mountains in Yemen between Uman and Hadramut. And the name of the valley is Mogith. The Ad were the first people to worship idols after the flood of Nuh a.s which means that all the time between Nuh and Hud the people would worship Allah only and not idols. They would follow Islam. 
the people of Ad were known as Ad the First. They had three idols, Samad, Samud, and Hur. So Allah Almighty then sent Hud to invite them to the path of Allah, the straight path, and to convey the message of Allah by spreading Islam to his own tribe. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, in Surah, in Surah Al-A'raf, verses 65, بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ويلا عاد نخاهم هودا قال يا قوم اعبدوا الله ما لكم من اله غيره افلا تتقون الله says and to add we send their brother Hood, and he said, O oh my people, worship Allah. You have no God other than He. Will you not then fear Him? From those verses from Surah Al Araf, the chiefs of Hood Salam's people, they argued with him. And they called him a liar. He kept assuring, telling them and reminding them that he was a messenger of Allah and a trustworthy advisor for them. Unfortunately, they were not prepared and ready to forsake and abandon. That is, leave what their forefathers had worshipped. So they paid no attention. Even when Hud reminded them of the fate, the ending of past people and of Allah's bounties. Instead, they challenged Hud to send down a punishment on them. Hud explained to them how Allah had already punished them and shown Allah's wrath upon them. He explained to them of when the people of Nuh were punished for their disobedience. He called upon them to seek forgiveness and repent to Allah who would let them have rain in plenty and strengthen them. Hud had told them that there was and is only one Allah whom who they should worship. There is only one Allah and he called them and he told them, Come my people, follow Allah and give up what your fathers used to worship. Give up those idols. The elders refused to believe it. They said, if a man who eats and drinks the same as them, that definitely 
cannot be one who was sent to convey a message from Allah. They said they had no proof of what Hud said and they could not leave their false gods, their idols. They rejected Hud message. So Hud he turned to Allah in prayer to help him, for he was being bullied. And so Allah Almighty, he answered the prayer of his messenger. And so little travelers, what do you think happened? What was this disbeliever's punishment? First, a sudden cloud, a cloud out of nowhere appeared, and it moved towards the people. Then they said that it was a rain-bearing cloud, exclaiming that it was signs of rain. They had been waiting for rain for a long time, and they were happy to see the rain. They were happy to see the rain-bearing clouds which had appeared. However, Hud pointed out to them that it was not what they thought it was, but instead, it is what they had been seeking and wanted. It was a wind, wherein was a painful punishment. The first to recognize this fierce, terrible and strong wind was a woman was a woman named Mahd. She was part of the Ar tribe. She yelled on knowing what it was, and she fell unconscious. She fainted out of the fear. The wind lasted for seven nights and eight days. The wind was so ferocious, fierce and strong and dangerous that it raised and lifted a man high in the sky, in the air. Then it dropped him back down on the ground where he landed on his head, which was smashed into pieces. And the body stood upside down like a stump of an uprooted tree. The body parts split into pieces. The wind was so severe and it followed the disbelievers wherever they went. If they went into the mountain caves to hide away or if they went into the solid big castles, the wind still followed them. Just as they felt safe and secure in them and with their strength, they used to boast and say, Who is mightier than we? Allah Almighty showed them that He was the mightiest, the most powerful. Allah made it clear to them by sending the strong wind to show them that He, Allah Ta'ala, overpowered them. This wind was then followed by sparks and fire. 
Allahu Akbar, little travelers, one of the most and major sins is committing shirk. And what is that? It is associating partners with Allah by worshipping other false gods and idols. We have to always know and remember that Allah is Ahad. Ahad, which means the one, the only. In Surah Ikhlas, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Qul huwa Allahu ahad Allahu samad Allah Ta'ala speaks about how we should say that he he Allah Qul huwa Allahu ahad Allah is one Little travelers Recite Surah Ikhlas every day because we are praising Allah and we are glorifying Him. Alhamdulillah, little travelers, that is the end of today's story time and the end of the story and the life of Hud alayhi salam. May Allah Ta'ala send blessings on Hud alayhi salam and our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam as well as all the other prophets. We now move on to today's lesson. Little travelers, remember how Nuh ordered his son with La ilaha illallah. We too should read and recite every day as many times as we can. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, for there is no God but Allah. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the final messenger of Allah. We should always remember to tell others about Allah and remind them of how majestic, the mighty and the power of Allah. We should never forget that Allah is the one and only and that we are all his servant, his servants. And he deserves to be worshipped by us. Okay, our little heroes and princesses, that is the end of today's lesson. And the question is, sit up straight and listen carefully. Who can tell us about Hud and the punishment that was sent down to his people, the people of art? I will repeat the question one more time. Who can tell us about Hud and the punishment that was sent down to his people, the people of art? Enjoy your week, little travelers. And until next week, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.